With this week's press lunch and audio, following the 7 News report that Mike McIntyre and Colorado will part ways at the end of the 2018 season, includes audio from safety Nick Fisher, quarterback Steven Montez, and head coach Mike McIntyre. So obviously start 5-0, and it's been 0-5 since then. Have you guys lost kind of uh, the focus on how to win, or do you feel like it's still there and you guys have to somehow grasp that again and figure it out these last two weeks? I do think we're going to figure it out these last two weeks. One thing that I think I've never had to deal with is losing so many people. We've lost a lot of starters. I don't think anyone really prepares for anything like that. We've lost so many people who are either starting or are very important to uh, our football team. Had to get a lot of guys in there that haven't really played. I think that's tough. watch film of uh, Utah from last week, does that make what they did so much more, I guess, impressive, playing with a backup quarterback, playing with a backup running back and still being able to beat Oregon? It's tough to win in the pack. So any game you get to win, I think is impressive. Everyone is good in the Pac-12. We're looking at Utah. They're a great team. Like you're saying, the quarterback played well, the running back played well. They got hit with some adversity and they did a pretty, pretty good job handling Oregon, we feel like, so. Can you have one goes through your mind as you're in the locker room on Saturday, suiting up last time to play on Tulsa? Hasn't even hit me yet. So probably, I don't, I don't know when it's going to hit me that that was my last game in Folsom. I haven't been sad or anything like that. I haven't felt that. Just don't know when that's going to happen. So hopefully it doesn't. Nick, uh, obviously, you know, just said uh, senior week last game Folsom. A lot of noise around the program uh, right now and this morning. Does that put a damper at all uh, to the festivities this week and being able to enjoy uh, your kind of last go-around at, at Folsom? I don't think so. A lot of the guys want to win this game for the seniors, send the seniors out right. And I think everyone knows one more win, we're bowl eligible as well, so, you know, that's kind of a win-win for us. You win and you become bowl eligible. So everyone's really gunning for that win. Nick, uh, I guess you can't speak for all your teammates, but are you guys aware of the reports that came out this morning about your coach's job and his future? And if so, can that be like a galvanizing thing for you guys here in this final couple of weeks? Mac addressed it this morning. I don't think anyone's really worried about it. Anything like that. Anything can be really galvanizing, like you're uh, suggesting. It's just putting that stuff to the side and focusing on winning. Any distractions, that could be anything, not even just that, could be a distraction towards this week. And we're, like I said, we're focused on winning this week. So, like obviously, you know, the, the uh, expectations are higher for you guys than just a bowl game. But it's only been one bowl game throughout your career here. So, knowing that that's still out there. Is that something that, despite this losing streak, can, can get you excited, get guys excited, and say, hey, this is still a big deal? It's tough. We played some pretty close games. I think everyone's excited at the thought of winning this game and becoming bowl eligible. No one's going <coughs> to feel like, you know, we lost because this is all we did. The guys are still excited. We want to win. We don't want to go out uh, losing seven straight. 
So the attitude of the team is just really excited that we're ready. You know, anyone who's lost five just wants to get a win. You know what I mean? Nick, you said Mac addressed it this morning. Um, what, what was his message to you guys? Just telling us that those uh, rumors were out there. Uh, basically, just telling us we need to stick together, play uh, football. It's just distractions. Don't let it distract you. Can you confirm any of it? No, just let us know that there was rumors coming around. Told us to focus on this week for Utah. Get ready. Anything else for Nick? Obviously, there's been rumors today. So, can you talk about your your thoughts and, and impressions of things you've heard and things that uh, Coach Mack has told you, or that you guys have talked about as a team? Uh, I mean, I'm gonna keep what we said as a team private. Um, as for the rumors, I mean, that's what I've heard. They are just rumors. At the end of the day, it really doesn't change how we feel as players and how we feel about this season. And that's to win these last two games and to get to a bowl game. That's that's our goal right now at, at this point. And so we're just going to go out there on, uh, on Saturday and try to play our best football regardless of the situation. As a leader on this team, though, do you say something to your teammates? How do you let this uh, keep this from distracting you guys? I mean, a lot of the guys heard about it today. And I think today's practice, the energy, I think it's been the best energy we've had all season. I mean, the guys went out there. They had a chip on their shoulder. They were hungry, and we practiced really hard and really well today. We were outside even though there was a bunch of snow on the field. But we got to be prepared for Saturday's game because it's going to snow. So, I mean, we're locked in. We're, we're ready to go for Saturday and for, uh, for Utah to come down here to Folsom. And Stephen, when you do kind of wake up to, to bombshell rumors as they are like this, I mean, is it kind of hard just to fully block it all out, just block out social media, all the rumors, and stay focused at the task at hand? I mean, at the end of the day, we're here to play football. We're not here to worry about all the, all the stuff that's going on above our head. I mean, I'm sure people are going to. Everyone's going to do their job, and everything's going to be great at the end of the day. We're here to play. We're here to play the game, and so that's what we focused on today. I, today, I woke up and I was thinking about Utah, and I was thinking about what they were doing on defense. So, I think that's that's kind of how all the players look at it, and I think we're we're going to be ready to go come Saturday. Is there any part of you that thinks you guys are playing these last two games for your head coach's job? I mean, no, because these are, these are still all rumors and allegations and whatnot. And, I mean, we're just playing these two games because we want to send our seniors out right and send them out on a high note, um, especially with, with this last game being our second-to-last game being at Folsom, and it's their senior night. So we want to we send them out the right way and send them out on a special occasion. So we're, uh, we're going to play extremely hard to do that. Hey, Steven, you guys only scored seven points last game. Yeah, definitely. I think I think we're using them in a good way. I think I think last week we kind of struggled to get some things going. We we struggled a little bit on third down, and we just couldn't couldn't seem to keep a drive going down the field. Um, I mean, I think this week's a, it's a brand new week for us. We're we're seeing a brand new defense. So I think it's not brand new because I mean we've seen cover one before. But I mean, it's new people on the other on the other side of the field. And at the end of the day, that that doesn't really matter either because we're worrying about our team. We're worrying about what we're doing on offense. So uh, I think we'll have a good game plan going in uh, this Saturday as well. Steven, 
Stephen, a couple weeks back, you guys had the players only meeting. Since then, you've lost two more games. What's changed in the locker room or at practice? I mean, to be honest, I really haven't seen a change because it's just been high energy, high effort at all the practices we've been to all season long. Uh, the guys have been working hard. We've been giving tons of effort. We just, we're kind of missing the small details, and, and that's what the game comes down to at the end of the day is details. So we just got to gotta tighten up those details, and I think, I, I think we'll be in good shape. So you guys have had many ups and downs throughout your career here, but such drastic up, drastic down. How do you guys get back to where you were five weeks ago? And are you kind of amazed at what's, how different things are right now as opposed to five weeks ago? I mean, I know football is a crazy game. And, I mean, the season's kind of been a little crazy too. But I think what we got to do is get back to playing Colorado football. That's what we were doing at the beginning, at the beginning of the season against, against Nebraska and against CSU and against all these teams that we were playing. And we just got to get back to doing that. And Because and, and, we've, been, we've been playing hard this, this, this whole entire season. We've been playing, playing our butts off. We just got to get back to getting those small, minute details like I was talking about earlier. And if we get back to doing those right and, and getting on the same page with everybody, I, th I think we'll, we'll be in a good spot. Stephen, you say talk, you talk about getting back to playing Colorado football. In your mind, what is Colorado football? Tough physical football. Physical at the end of the day is a key word, and that's, that's kind of a word that we've been focused on this week is, is physical football. We know that we have to play that up front and at all skill positions as well if we want a chance to be successful. Steve, have you had any conversations just with the outgoing seniors about the prospect of playing their final game here at Folsom Field? I mean, I don't want to bring it up too much to them. I just, because I know it, it, it can be emotional to some people. So I just want to, I just want them to, to enjoy it to the fullest. And we got to, we got to play our absolute hardest football we played all season to, to send them out the right way. And that's, that's really, that's really all that I'm focused on this week is just to make sure I see those guys go out the right way. Explain a little bit what's been going on with the O-line and um, how that dictates a lot of the offense. We've been moving some pieces around, and I mean, I think the O-line has been—they've been playing well. I think, I think we got a, we got a few things that we need to work on, obviously up front. But I think a lot of it is is me as well. I got to help them out with tempo, and I got to help them out with staying in the pocket when we have those those uh, drop back passes. And so it's it's kind of it's kind of on, it's it's a relationship. And O line O line's difficult. There's five guys that are working to be one unit. That's a difficult that's a difficult position. So they're gonna they're gonna keep improving, and, and we're gonna we're gonna keep getting better. Uh, Stephen, last week versus Washington State, um, third down was a big area of a, a trouble for you guys in offense. I think on average we're facing about a third and eight um, each time. What is the key to kind of just shortening the field on first and second down? Just yeah, I think that's that's uh you kind of said it perfect. You get we we got to shorten first and second downs if we want to be in third and manageable, manageable maybe third and third and short. Um, and I think that we've got a good game plan this week to to do that against what we're seeing on first and second down for from Utah. So I think we'll we'll have we'll have a we'll have a good game plan on Saturday. Anything else for Stephen? All right, thank you. Appreciate you, guys. There you go. Uh, yeah, our guys are excited about playing Utah here. They're a very good football team. Um, they're big and um, strong on both sides of the line. Um, Coach Willingham does a phenomenal job uh, with the Utes. He's been there for a long, long time, and 
now he's got Gary Anderson back. I told him that wasn't fair. They're both together. Um, and uh, two excellent coaches, Gary and I, have gone against each other in the WAC and in the Pac-12. Um, so uh, um, it's going to be a – they'll come in here. It's going to be a, a, a great day for football. I'm excited because it's going to be snowing and cold. I haven't ever coached in a snow game before, and our players – most of our players never played in a snow game. I hope it's snowing sideways. It'd be fun. So I'll take any questions at this time. All right, that's it. Good. Uh, <laughs> Coach, what was uh, your message to the team this morning? Obviously, a lot of noise outside the program right now. What was your message to the group uh, going forward in, in practice and really the rest of the week this week? Yeah, well, we talk all the time about uh, you can only control our guys, our people, your situation. Um, one of the things that I talk to them all the time, I had a, a friend gave me this picture, and I love it. It's called... Uh, I have it in my office. It's Buffalo walking into a storm. So I'm going to give you all a little education here. Some of y'all might know this. I know John Wilner knows this because he's extremely bright. But um, the buffalo is the only animal that walks into the storm. All the rest of them run and try to run away from the storm. And if you walk into the storm, you're going to get through it faster. You survive. And they walk in it together. Um, and so we talked about that this morning. Um, we've had a little bit of a storm here the last few weeks and lost some close games and um, talked to them about life and what that means and that we're walking into it together. And uh, they, they understood. We've, talk, we've talked about this before, but I brought it back out again. And then, um, then we went outside and practiced, and I thought they were really enthusiastic. I thought they were really good. And I also tell them, you know, one of the things that I take to heart all the time is – you know, you have peace of heart and joy from who you are and who, you, who I worship, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's where my peace and joy comes from, not my circumstances. That's happiness. Happiness is a roller coaster. And so I tell them all the time, a friend gave this to me the other day. I thought this was great. If you pray about it, don't worry about it. That's easy to say, right? If you're going to worry about it, then don't pray about it. And uh, this football team, um, I, I love this football team. I still like these guys. I like our coaching staff. And uh, we just got to find a way to win a football game. Uh, we've come up close. You win a football game, a lot of noise goes away. Um, that's just that's, that's the world we live in, and uh, that's the sporting world. Um, and it, that's why people follow it, and they're passionate about it both ways. That's just part of it. So that's some of the things we talked about, and uh, they were uh, – are really into it at practice, excited at practice, um, very enthusiastic. Um, I thought I thought it was uh, good. I thought it was real well. So Mike, for you, is this the toughest storm you've had to walk through during your coaching career? Um, yeah, I think as a head coach, yeah, we you know we set expectations high. Uh, we were doing really well. Tons of injuries. We lost you know a couple more guys today um, with concussions and stuff from um, that we thought we might get back, but. You just keep going. You keep working. Um, and uh, um, so that, that's been tough. But, you know, it's football. You know, tough was watching my dad battle MS and die. Tough is going to see my mom. She has Alzheimer's. I can't remember who. Tough is uh, three years ago yesterday, my wife's mom dies of ovarian cancer and battle of faith. Those are tough situations. Um, this is great to teach life lessons to young people. Because we're teachers, um, and uh, and that's what we're doing. And how they see how we handle it, how we go through it, how we walk through it.
because they're going to face a lot of hard times in life too. And so hopefully this is a little microcosm of that, and hopefully we come out on the other side of it in good shape. Are you frustrated at all that this came out on senior week? Oh, yeah, I, th- I think anything gets released and they have no people quoted as a source and they do it. That's the world we live in now with the news. I mean, you see it every day politically. You see it every day. That's the world we live in. Everybody has to make a name for themselves. They have to do that, which is what it is. You know, I found out by 11 o'clock at 12 o'clock at night, my phone rings and it's my son from California. And uh so he was, of course, up studying at 11 o'clock, I'm pretty sure. And uh, um, so I said, you're, you're studying, Johnson? And he goes, ah, Dad, what's going on? I said, what are you talking about? He, I said, ah, don't worry about it. You know, I met with Rick George two weeks ago. He came in and said, give me 100% support. And uh, I haven't seen Rick today. I never see Rick in the mornings. They know I get in here at 5.30 in the morning. I go until right here until now. We practice. We meet. I met with doctors this morning. I met with trainers. We go in, And I'm pretty sure I'll see Rick sometime this afternoon and find out what all. But from everything, I I mean, I know nothing about any of it. Um, but it, it's a shame that you have to have those type of things come up. But I also think it was good because there's a great point with our team this morning. And because uh, sad to say, the world they live in, that's going to get worse and worse and worse. And so they've got to be able to handle it, and they've got to be able to walk through it, and they've got to be able to keep functioning. And so hopefully they see me doing it, our staff doing it, and uh, they feed off of that. Okay, most directly, what is your job status right now? What has Rick told you about your job status, if anything? Yeah, two weeks ago he came in and saw me, um, talked to me, said, hey, he's completely behind me, committed to it, keep going, keep going, everything. And then I've seen him multiple times since then, never said a word to me um, about anything to this effect. You know, there's always going to be chatter. Who knows who the source is? Who knows who the booster was? Who knows who what? I don't know who it is. Um, they can say anything they want to say. Um, and uh, But for an anonymous story to come out with no quoted source, um, it's kind of gutless the way I see it. But that's the world we live in, too, and I understand that. Um, but I think it's also good that our team um, understood that. We talked about it. Went through it. Um, I think it. I think it was a. I, I thought it was a really awesome meeting this morning. To be honest with you, I, I did, and uh, um, something that they'll learn from, and I'll learn from, and we'll go through. Do you know how the world works? Oh yeah. You when you win five, you, then you lose five. Do you think your job is in jeopardy? No, I don't think my job's in jeopardy. Um, but you got to win games. You know, um, I do know this. When I came here a few years ago. This was the worst power football program, a laughing stock of college football. When I went to San Jose, it was the worst football program in Division I, period. And we turned that around. We came here. The gold helmet is not tarnished anymore. The gold helmet, I got so many emails today and so many texts and so many things about how proud they are of what we do and how we do it. If you look at what our kids have done off the field in the last year and a half since I got my guys in here, we're not going to be on the front of Sports Illustrated. You know, we're going to do the right things. Um, we're going to be a heck of a football program. We've got great young players. Um, with our, and uh, so it, it's been fun. We've got tons of guys hurt. Let's face it. Look at the Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron James. Players matter. And, uh, but we had a lot of kids that have played now and played well. Hopefully they've they, they played some more. And so we have a bunch of young guys out there playing again this week. I think they'll get a little better, just like Cheeto did, just like Akello did. 
and so hopefully we'll have a different result Saturday. Um, but you know, we got some sophomores that are going to be big time pros. We got some freshmen that are going to be big time pros, um, and uh, um, I think our quarterback has a chance to in another year to be a big time pro. So there's a lot out there that could be good. Um, so I think what we've done, um, we've made this place better. There's no doubt about it. Um, but success is measured in wins and losses too. But uh, we built it up and did some things. A Pac-12 South Championship 18 months ago was pretty good because nobody would have thought we could have done that either. Um, so, I, um, But still got to keep pushing, got to keep going. We'll, we'll see. And you know, definitely like to have a win. <laughs> and um, so hopefully we will. Hopefully we will. And Utah wants to win too, but hopefully we can get one. In that way, Coach, are you a victim of your own expectations that you created two years ago? And do you feel, how do you not make it about you over the last two weeks? How do you well, it's not about me at all. Uh, it's about those guys in that room, uh, about all of us. Um, you know, you always set high expectations. If you don't set high expectations, then you're not a leader. Um, and so um, I look at myself as a, a teacher and a leader. Um, hopefully I'm a humble teacher and a leader. Um, and, and care about kids and care about the people in our program. Um, and I think those kids know that. I think they know that I, I love them. I think they're worthy. I believe in them, um, care about them. You know, last night I was on the phone with two parents where one of our kids had to go to the hospital for an emergency, you know, and then finally get to bed about 11 and then the phone rings for the other thing. So it's, it's a constant situation. Then you're back in here at 6 o'clock this morning meeting with a mom and a kid on a, and a doctor about his future of being able to play or not. You know, there's so many things that go on um, from there um, as a football coach. But, you know, I think it's good we set high expectations. I think it's good we were ranked 19th in the country. I think all that's good. I think it's good that we beat Nebraska. I think it's good that we beat CSU. Um, you know, and uh, – so that, I think those are, are, are good things. I think those shows Mark were going um, and, and doing well um, and as far as that goes. But, yeah, losing five in a row is tough. It's not good. Um, and, uh, you know, it's uh, a tough situation, no doubt about it. Mike, I know you said you haven't uh, seen Rick yet. He, he put out a statement uh, kind of re refuting the, the story that came out mm -hmm. last night. But... Uh, Maybe clarify a point. Have you not heard from him at all? Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll come see me this afternoon. I'm pretty sure we'll see each other this afternoon. I never see him in the mornings. I mean, I don't see anybody in the mornings, but our football guys, I mean, we're going. That's our time. What is it you want to hear from Rick? And is it common that you go two weeks without really talking to No, no, I talked to him. I, I said I talked to him. I said we talked about that specific thing about what he thought about us and what we're doing. Um, I seen quite often, you know, um, but not every time we talk, we talk about those different things. You know, there's a lot of other things we're working on and doing. Um, yeah, I, um, I don't know what I need to hear from Rick. Um, he's already told me what I think I need to know. So, but I, I'm pretty sure he'll, he'll talk to me. We'll talk. I mean, we'll bump at each other. We'll talk. We'll see each other. So. All those good things you mentioned, beating Nebraska, right, 19th, all that stuff was, was good, but will Will it all be tarnished if you guys don't win out? Well, I don't think everything's tarnished. Uh, I think that's uh, a doom and gloom, asks, um, so to speak. Um, you know, um, hopefully we'll hopefully we'll get one here and, and get two here. We're, we're focused on one right now, and then hopefully we get that one, then we try to get the next one, then we go to a bowl game. You know, there's still a lot of things we can do. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, and, 
you know, the, the game of, of uh, any game of sport or any game of trying to be success, successful in a lot of different ways when things aren't going good is the mental aspect of it. Can you th- fight through the mental battles with, within a game and within situations? And uh, hopefully, hopefully our guys can. Um, and uh, I believe they can, and I believe our coaches are doing a good job with them. Well, actually, you mentioned a couple of guys that you've talked to some parents about their futures and things like that. We know a lot of injured guys. Is there anything you can share about uh, any of those injured players that might not be back? No, um, you know, we're not going to have Delrick back. We're not going to have Evan Worthington back, you know. So um, those are two, you know, so our secondary is basically we have one true starter in our secondary from when we went. Um, started basically, um, and so that's that part there. And we're still trying to find out about a couple other guys that are day to day. What's Delrick's injury? Um, concussion. Another. Yeah, we you know last year we had very very few concussions. This year we've had a few more. So. How about Jay? Uh, we're still that's day to day. Coach, with Jay, obviously. Um, your time coaching your son, uh, you know, one way or the other, is, is coming to an end here in, in the coming weeks. Uh, but w- with his injury and, and now this situation, uh, has it has it dampened at all your ability to, to kind of enjoy and, and maybe treasure these these? Um, no, I mean definitely seeing him. Um, you know, he he's recovered quickly from his concussions um, that he had the last two. Um, there's no lingering. There's no long-term headaches. We're just trying to give it time and make sure everything's fine there. Um, he, uh, but that's always tough. Um, watching a, your your child get hurt, you know, whatever it is, if he's out on a bicycle or, you know, everybody that has kids understands that. Um, but uh, no, I think I've, I've enjoyed um, that, and I'll, I'll be excited. Hopefully, he'll be able to get back out there this week. It looks like he he can, but as you go through the protocol. Um, and and uh, so uh, it'd be fun watching him get out there and play, especially on senior night and his last time in Folsom. Um, that would be uh, definitely something that would be I would love to see, and I know he would too. I know his mom would for sure. Anything else for Coach? All right. Y'all make sure y'all bring your snow boots and everything. It's going to be a fun Saturday. All right, thank you.